0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Um, Before we get started with devotional, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Thank you for allowing us to see another day and be able to partake in your word. Father God, as we partake in this devotional, Father God, whatever you have for us and you want us to know about, Father God, help us to hear it. Help us to see it. Help us to understand it and apply it to our life. Father God, bless the hearers and the... Uh, readers of your word today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so the key verse today is Acts 10 and 16. Sorry, making some small gestures. Okay, the same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheets were suddenly pulled up to heaven. Subject three is confirmation. Affirmations, I'm gonna say it and pause on Each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am a believer. I am strong. I am listening to God. I am humble. We as believers should always look for confirmation behind any word we are given. One morning as I was studying the word of God, the Holy Spirit brought something to my attention. All through Acts 10, there were confirmations of the number three, divine holiness, our completion. completion. Acts 10 and three, one afternoon about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he saw an angel of God coming towards him, Cornelius the angel said. Acts 10 and 12 and the sheets were all sorted of animals, uh, animals, reptiles and birds. Acts 10, 15, and the voice spoke again, do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. Acts 10, 19, meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, three men have come looking for you. All these scriptures have the number three. Jesus was Showing Peter confirmation from start to finish. Don't ever think something happened in your life by luck. It doesn't. The moment that Peter went and prayed at three o'clock, the number of type of animals, the three times the vision was shown to Peter, and the three men that <clears throat> can be looking that was looking for Peter. This was confirmation showing Peter that what he was about to embark on was from the Holy Spirit. See, a lot of times when we look for others for confirmation, God has strategically planned our life for us to receive confirmation ourselves yes sometimes he will send he will send people but if he doesn't send anyone ask him for confirmation now when the holy spirit speaks something within you believe what he says when he says it it builds trust between you and god Today, we are talking about confirmation. We are shown here that Peter was shown that God has no favoritism and that the Gentiles can receive the Holy Spirit, Acts 10, 34 through 35. Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God has no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do us right. Even Gideon the fifth judge of Israel asked for confirmation. He wasn't afraid to ask. He waited for those signs. Judges 6, 17-18. Gideon replied, if you are truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it is the lord speaking to me don't go away until i come back and bring my offering to you gideon asked for a sign three times god gave him th- those signs with no questions asked god doesn't mind giving us confirmation but we must learn to trust when he directs us gideon was a man that was afraid of everything he wasn't for sure in himself nor his tribe and he showed it but god wanted him to know i'm calling you to rescue the israelites or the mennonites he wasn't for sure if god knew who he was He said, I'm the weakest of the clan. How could you ask me? Judges 6.14, then the Lord turned to him and said, go with your strength and rescue Israel from the Midianites." I'm sending you. God doesn't look at what you have. He doesn't look at who you were. He looks at who he has called you to be. Look at Peter. He denied him. He hid from everything because he didn't want anyone to associate him with Jesus. But he called him to give that word to Canidius. He and He's telling Gideon, I am with you. Judges 6 and 23. It is all right, the Lord replied. Do not be afraid. You will not die. He assured him, don't be afraid. You won't die. God is speaking to us, giving us confirmation. But it's up to us once we get this confirmation. That we trust in him to walk with us and to help us through our fears. Today, has God given you confirmation? Has he told you everything? And you are scared? Listen, we all get afraid. But God is saying today, do not give this, don't do not give your yourself to the spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. And when he walked with him, and when we go with him, He will always be there with us. He will always show us how to handle everything. But we must trust in him. Heavenly Father, thank you for your confirmation. Thank you for giving us what we need. Lord, we ask you to cover us in your blood. Lord, we ask you to give us to see, help us to see what you what you see. We know our ways aren't your ways, but we ask you to give us a measure of understanding, give us a measure of your knowledge so that we may. so we may know your word lord we ask you to forgive us of our sins lord we if you have given us a confirmation of something please please help us to hear you lord we claim victory in the path that's that's before us lord we claim joy in you lord help us to be more like you in everything please give us a christ-like mind to follow you each and every day in jesus mighty name amen so three is confirmation that's our subject a lot of times God would give us confirmation or he will tell us something and we won't believe it. We have to go to him several times like Gideon. Gideon asked God three three times to give him a sign if this was him. And a lot of times we do that when we're babes in Christ because we want to make sure we're going in the right direction. But in order to build trust with God so God could tell you more, show you more, you must believe what he shows you in the beginning, right, right off. I remember when I first started off um, receiving visions i didn't know that i needed to ask some questions until i was reading in this book and this this guy was like he said he said when god gives you something ask questions i was like oh i I can ask some questions this is you know what i'm saying to myself because I, i always thought you couldn't question god but the thing is i'm gonna pause right there the thing is is how you question god you don't do it in a very demanding hostile way you remember that he's god And I always like to tell myself, he's the one that has the access to your breath. He can cut it off (laughs) just like that. So you always wanna go in a humble way and ask some questions. So when he gave me these visions, I'd be like, you know, okay, this is what, this is what he wants me to say, or this is what he wants me to see. And after reading this book, I was like, okay, okay, God, what am I seeing? And he would tell me what he's seeing, what I'm seeing, I write it down. I would ask him, what was the purpose of this? I write it down. And now, because I have built this monologue with him, I, I, he gives me more and more because I trust him. It's all about trust—any trusting in God. See, Peter was up on, on I think he was on, on top of a building. I always picture him being on top of a building. And so uh, let's actually go to this first so we can, can know exactly what's going on. Go to Acts 10 if you have your Bible. I would like to actually... Um, I didn't make this devotional that long. Well, the Holy Spirit didn't make it, this devotional that long because he wanted me to uh, take y'all to this chapter and explain some things to you all. So go to Acts 10 and 16. Okay. We're going to go to verse 16. Okay. Let's actually go to... Let's go to verse 10. No, let's go to verse 9. The next day, as can you this messenger, we're nearing the town. Peter went up on the roof, flat roof to pray. So let's just say he's on top of a building. It was about noon and he was hungry. But while a meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. Just in case you don't know what a trance is, it's when your body basically goes, your spirit man goes into heaven and you basically go into this, this numb Feeling is—it's basically where your body just goes limp. It is—you you totally don't have no control of your body. You're you're rocking back and forth because the spirit of the Holy Spirit is talking to you, is conveying to you. And I have had this happen a couple of times. It's, it's nothing to be frightened over. It's—it's it's when you have reached the rim of the spirit with, with the Holy Spirit, where He is talking to you. And during those times, you don't want to move. You just want to keep as still as possible to hear what the voice of the Lord is talking to you about. We're not going to get called into that particular topic maybe a little later. But right now we're talking about confirmations. He saw the sky open and something like a large sheet was let down in four corners. Here comes the confirmation. In this sheet, there were all sorts of animals, reptiles, and birds. Three types, animals, reptiles, and birds. Then a voice said to him, get up kill and eat. Peter said, no, Lord. Peter declared, I've never eaten anything that our Jewish law have declared impure and unclean. But the voice spoken to do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. The same vision was repeated three times. There's confirmation. Then the sheet was suddenly pulled up to heaven. I'm going to stop there. When God gives you confirmation, most of the time, He's going to give it to you in threes, or he's going to give it to you twice. And sometimes it depends on your level of connection or relationship with the Lord. He might just give it to you one time. I, I have gotten to the place where now in my walk with Christ, he could tell me something one time, and I'm going for it. Um, the other day, he had me to give someone a word, and, and I immediately gave it to them. He showed me something for someone else. I gave it to them. Why? Because when he gives me something, I go for it. Confirmation is something that a lot of us look for because we're unsure of if God is speaking to us. If you're unsure if God is speaking to you, sometimes say, Lord, if this is you, can you say it again? And if he says it again, that is the Lord. Now, some people say, test the spirit, the spirit. If you feel iffy about it, if you feel like this can't be God talking to me, ask him, is this God? and god's going to say something that's probably parallel right to the bible he's going to give you something that gives you peace and when that peace fall upon you trust that that is god confirmation always come when we when we ask for it so now we don't even have to ask for it. look at peter he didn't have to ask for it. the, the lord sent down the, the sheet and all of a sudden he came three times that right there let peter know and it doesn't say it but you could tell by how the conversation went that he knew this was from the lord he knew that the Lord was trying to show him something. And like I said, if you're unsure, talk to God. That's when your relationship with the Lord is strong. That's when you you sit there and you you, you get quiet. I always tell everyone, bring a notebook in the room with you when you're praying. Don't just go in there just with your mind. And, you know, you know, sometimes we can't help it. But if you can, grab a notebook and tablet. I have so many tablets and tablets. And, and notebooks sitting around because I write in them all the time because I wait for him to speak for me to me I go into the prayer closet knowing he will. I go in the prayer, prayer closet believing he will. we have to go in believing he might even start giving you a word for someone else that's fine start start with that lead with that don't' don't, don't be like well I thought he was just gonna be telling me about my life no if you want God to use you, Make sure when he when when he uses you, don't pick and choose what you want to do, because then he's gonna pick and choose when he uses you. Hmm? When God uses you, be a willing vessel. Because when you say the words, "God, I'm a willing vessel," do what you do, do whatever you want with me. When you say those words to God, you are leaving yourself open to be used by Him. So you can't sit there and like, "Oh, I don't want to do that." That's not what I was talking about. You have to be careful with your wording. Do you understand? Okay. We're going to go on to one more step. Um, okay. 19. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, three men have come looking for you. Now, some people might say that's not confirmation. To them. But if you look through this whole, if you get time, take your pen. Some people don't like writing in their Bible. I do. So now I get sticky notes. So now I'm going to write in my Bible. Take the pen and mark under the number three. The three, the number three is shown so much in here. Three men, three o'clock, three types of animals, three times the sheep was let down. That was confirmation to Peter to let Peter know that what I'm about to give you, it's about to be powerful. And it was. He was told right then and there that this Holy Spirit is for everyone. It's just not for the Jews. It's for the Gentiles. And it says, let's go further down. 24, they arrived in Caesarea. The following day, Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered his home, Canius fell on his feet and worshipped him. But Peter pulled him up and said, "Stand up! I'm a human being just like you." I'm gonna pause right there. Sometimes when you give people word, they're so amazed by you. Some people see you praying, you're healing, and you're calling out spirits. They're so amazed at you. You have to tell them, "Oh no, 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 no! What, what I'm doing is from the Lord." I, when I first started off, um. Just by touching someone, and I can still I still have that gift. But just by I'm talking about the stages that I was in a, as a babe, I had people coming to me because they knew I could just touch them and I, God would give me a word just like that. I could touch them and know what they're feeling. I could touch them and, and read their mind. And so, because they knew this, because multiple people knew this, they would call me and be like, "Hey, can you give me a word from God?" And because I was a babe in Christ, I didn't have no way telling me. You know, you don't supposed to do that. Like, like in that way, to that capacity, it was 20, 30 people calling me one day, asking me for a word from God. And God took my gift away. God took his gift away from me just like that. And I asked him, I said, God, I said, what did I do? He said, you do not use the gift like that. He said, you use it when I tell you to and when it's when, when it's in my will for you to. He said, what you was doing was close to being a psychic reader. And I didn't know. And I apologized to him. And he gave me the gift back. And from that moment on, and, and even now, if someone wants to know something, I'm like, no, don't praise me for the gift that, that you know, the word that God gave me to give you. Don't don't uphold me. Don't don't make me feel like a, a, a God. Don't don't do that. My gift is from God. You have to immediately tell people this, because if not, what would happen is people will start worshiping you like you're God, and they will put you in a place as God, and you will have a problem with your creator. And then what could happen is that you would get in a mindset of pride. Oh, this, this person thinks I'm just, I'm just everything. No. What you have to understand, what everyone have to understand, pastors, prophets, apostles, people that don't have a title, it's whatever. Whatever gift these people have, whatever gift I have is from the Lord. It's not my gift. It's a gift that he gave me. It's a rental gift. It's not my gift. And my gift, my anointing is the gift that, the gift and anointing that I have. I'm trying to get my wording right. The gift and the anointing that I have or anyone else have is the Lord's. It's not something they can create up themselves. It is given out from God to you to use for his glory, not for your own. And Peter knew that he immediately said, uh, Stand up. I'm a human being just like you. Immediately. You have to cut it off. Because one is giving glory back to God, two is cutting that person, letting that person know, no, don't worship me at all. Okay? So, why I want to do a small review confirmation happens at any given time from the Lord, but you don't want to be, what Gideon did wasn't wrong because Gideon scared, but you don't want to have a relationship with God built on fear because several times the Lord had to tell him, fear not, you're okay. You're, you're going in this, you're going in my strength. So when, when Gideon was asking this, he was not like doing it out of fear. You don't want to be afraid of what God has to tell you. When God gives you something, and He happens to give you another confirmation, go with that confirmation. But if you feel in your feel in the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit telling you, I don't, I don't, you know, hey, the, the, you know, you're you're not hearing God. Ask God is, is this you? because you could be hearing something from a spirit. You could be hearing your own thoughts and our own thoughts can get in the way. That's why I don't always believe that so a lot of people be immediately be uh, want to cut down a prophet that is wrong or a prophet that doesn't give the right word. But sometime because we are human, we hear our own thoughts. We'll be so focused on hearing God's voice that we hear our own thoughts and we assume it's God. That's why we always must do things in prayer and decent in order. So if you're in that stage and you're, you're what we got and you got to ask for confirmation, go for it. But you don't want to depend on it like Gideon did. He did it three times. Okay? Confirmation would come if you need it. And God will even give you confirmation if he feels that, okay, I, I feel like she's not going to believe this is me talking to her. Let me give her another confirmation. You know, I'm paraphrasing because I don't know what God thinks we, we don't, none of us do. So I'm paraphrasing. So when God gives you a word for someone, write it down. This is what I do. I write that word down. He gives me a word for someone else. I write their name down. I write that down. He gives me another word. I write that down. Sometimes on Saturday mornings, he gives me about seven different words for seven different people. And what I do is before I give out that word, I put my hand over that paper. I say, God, if any of this is not from you and these are from my thoughts, please don't let me give this, uh, this word out. But Father God, if these... Word. If this word is for someone, please help me to give it out the way you want me to give it out. And as I'm giving out the word, calling people, texting people, he will immediately let me know. Yes, this is for me. No, I didn't say all that, but you. Could, this is what I said. You. You see what I'm saying? You have to be careful when you're walking in that confirmation steps. You have to be careful when you give people a word from God. Now, this might not be a lesson that a lot of people like to hear, because this is this is really a teaching lesson. This devotional is a teaching devotional to show you how to learn about confirmation. So if, if you if you don't want to hear this type of devotional, you know, I'm sorry, but this is devotional God has placed me to, to do. We have to learn when. God is giving us a confirmation, and when to hear the voice, when we're hearing the voice of God, and when we have to believe that this is what He gave me, I need to trust in Him, because as you get older and more mature, like we talked about last week, when you're on steak and potatoes, God's going to give you a word like that. You're going to feel it from the Holy Spirit that this is from Him. You might get warm, your ears might get warm, your fingertips might get warm. That's a sign from the Holy Spirit that I'm He's giving you a word from God to give to someone see I didn't have all this direction when I was learning this different stuff i mean he god taught me this stuff but a lot of things I had to uh he direct me to different books to read he he direct me uh in a uh, different prayer session hey I'm, I'm talking to you When you when, when you feel your arm your ear get warm that's me when you feel your fingertips get warm that's me See, he will have conversations with you like this when you step into that kind of realm of the spirit. But he's not going to allow you to walk in that realm of spirit if you are out there doing anything and everything. Okay? Let's look at a couple uh, uh, Bible references. So I'm sorry we didn't get to too many, but we'll look at some Bible reference. Okay. First Bible reference is Psalms one twelve and 7. Psalms one twelve and 7. I keep passing it. I think I'm going to get me another Bible. So this Bible can to stay here. Because I don't want to leave it at work. And I I just want another Bible. Okay. Psalms 1, 12, and 7. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust in the Lord to care for them. When we are walking in that type of realm of the spirit, we must confidently trust in the Lord to care for us. We must confidently know that wherever he tells us, wherever confirmation he shows us, wherever visions or trances he takes us in, we must believe that he is doing this to care for us, to show us something that he wants us to know. We have to confidently trust in the Lord, not be like, I don't know. I don't know. And then another thing I want to give you a tip on, when you give a word to someone, give it confidently. Don't stutter, don't look around, don't be unsure. I think the Lord told me to tell you this. no, the Lord told me to tell you this this is thus says the Lord. and I always say that. I'm like, this is thus says the Lord and I give the I give the 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 word out. and so whatever they feel from that moment about me and about the word that was given to me from God, that's on them because I gave it gave it out the way the Lord had told me to. We must confidently trust in the Lord to care for us. He's not going to put you in a situation that's going to cause confusion. He's not going to make you do anything or have you do something that's going to cause confusion because he genuinely cares for us. And he shows that over again. When he sent his son down here to be crucified, he showed us that he cared for us. When he gave us multiple times mercy and grace, he shows us that he cares for us. So why can't we confidently care? Why can't we confidently know that he cares for us? Let's look at Psalm 62 and 8. Psalm 62 and 8, flip a couple pages back. Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. One reason I'm not going on NIV, I'm running out of time. So we're going to go with the NLT. Psalm 62 and 8 says, Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is your refuge pour out your heart to him because he's your refuge he's the person that he's a god you can go to that will keep you safe if you feel not confident in the word that he gave you say god if this is the word you gave me help me to get confidence to say it help me not to have fear when i deliver it help me to be strong when i deliver it. help me to believe in the confirmations you gave me see peter was walking in the realm of the spirit that he knew when the holy spirit spoke that was him he'd ask the question when the holy spirit said something to him That's what it was. It was the Holy Spirit. We must get the same way, but this takes time in building a relationship with God. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. Hebrews 13 and 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God when the Israelites, when he brought the Israelites out. He's the same God when he was dealing with Gideon. He's the same God that dealt with Peter. He's the same God that that dealt with Adam and Eve. He's the same God. He never changes. We do. Our mind and our and our desires to build on that relationship that he wants from us, that changes. Why? Because life happens. And when we allow life happens, we put confidence in other things. We put confidence in, oh, I got a job, so I don't have to worry about praying to God about a job. I got a job. You can walk in tomorrow and Bob can pass you a pink slip. Stop putting so much confidence in the things of this world. Put confidence in God. Put trust in God. And know when God said, okay, I think you probably need to start looking for another job. Oh, I, I got a job, God. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. God gave me a word the other day. And he was like, he told me Saturday. He said, Lou, be careful. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. He told me again the next day. He told me the next day. So something told me to listen this time. He said, Lou stop and look. And I stopped and looked, and I seen it, seen exactly what he was saying. See, we change. We do what we want to do. If I wasn't obedient and I didn't hear him every day telling me, stop and look, stop and look, stop and look. I'm like, you have told me this four days. What am I stopping and looking at? See, God would talk to you if you listen. God would talk to you if you get in your secret place and get in your refuge. But it's up to you to do it. Some people are like, oh, he never talks to me. He never gives me confirmation. He never let me give a word to someone. Because maybe you're not there. Maybe you're not reading your word. Maybe you're not walking in the light. Maybe you have some things you have to work on. That's fine. We all do. But we must get to the place where we are listening to him speak. And not when we just want to. Okay. Hope you all enjoyed this devotional. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Have a good night.